Welcome to this week's episode on Web3 technology and fashion in the metaverse. I am Alessia. And I'm Maya. And you're listening to Thread Talk. Before we start, a quick disclaimer. The technologies that we are going to talk about in this episode are still developing. And we're not experts. So we don't have a clear view on how exactly they're going to work. But... We will explore briefly their enormous potential to change the fashion industry. Let's start with the definition of Web3. To understand what it is, it's helpful to know what Web2 is. Web2 is the internet as we know it today. Search engines and media platforms managed by user-generated content. Web3 is the new web, the decentralized internet. In Web2, computers search for data that is kept at a fixed location using HTTP in the form of distinct web addresses. Information might be stored simultaneously in numerous locations and become decentralized with Web3, since it would be found based on its content rather than a single location. This will give us more power. Web3 will understand data in a human-like manner and provide us with smarter apps and more customized results. Now, what is the metaverse? The metaverse is a set of digital spaces slash virtual worlds that you can move seamlessly between. A mix of 2D, 3D, and real-world experiences where you can play, work, connect, learn, and shop. Both of these technologies will bring fundamental changes to fashion. The Institute of Digital Fashion, IODF, is one of the main digital fashion platforms that focuses on the democratization of fashion and sustainability through these new advances in technology. Perhaps the most interesting is that it has started a conversation on diversity and inclusivity. The IODF conducted a research on diversity in the digital world their paper called Myself, My Avatar, My Identity explores how people want to be represented in the digital world. In order to ensure the development of the appropriate digital tools to include every gender representation, physical appearances, disabilities, and cultural value. What does that look like? Well, for example, in 2021, they created the first non-binary photorealistic avatar, and they have generated the first digital religious garment in collaboration to the Saudi Fashion Commission. Because the representation of avatars in video games does have a lot of ties to the fashion industry, the research was focused on what people would want their avatars to look like. Interviews and questions were asked about avatar features like skin color, disabilities and medical accessories, body weight and gender. The illustrations of the paper available online displays an extraordinary attention to detail. An example is an avatar with a prosthetic leg and another with what looks like breast removal surgery scars. The results show that people are in need of representation, which is deeply lacking in the real-life fashion industry. The metaverse has already been applied to numerous examples in the industry. So some examples of the application, like during lockdown, the IODF opened the doors of its stores in the digital 3D world. 
during London Fashion Week open an online space for the cold store Machine A, where the public could browse through the autumn winter 2021 collection through their phones. Another example is Vogue Singapore's September 2022 issue, where it could be navigated in the metaverse through a QR code that you could scan with your phone and through the app Spatial, you can navigate fashion new worlds. You can literally walk through the issue stories and pictures in your phone. Lastly, an example of Bren is DressX. It's one of the pioneers in NFT clothes and uh, dress on clothes that you can buy online and you can see yourself wear through your use of your phone, for example. And they're one of the biggest brands right now and one of the brands that produces the most clothes. So, Maya, do you think that this new technology is a realistic view of what will become fashion? Like, do you think it could reach more than a small group of people that can afford it? I think it's a tricky question because it's definitely a future for the fashion industry because it's going to allow people through the digital world to be able to represent themselves in the way they want. However, we need to be realistic about the fact that it's going to touch very few people throughout the world because already not a lot of people have a good internet connection. Mm-hmm. So what do? And they had, not everyone has smartphones. And most importantly, they, they will probably not see the point in buying something yeah. they can't wear when wearing clothes started as a necessity. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have, I think, to distinguish it from like an everyday life, like a necessity to a luxury yeah. item, I think. To be honest, it's not like I completely understand the whole notion of like buy something that it's only going to be online and you're not going to be able to wear. But on the other side, it could touch more people, but again, people that have access to technology in ways of like making everyone feel inclusive, diversity, which is lacking a lot from the fashion world today. Or it could be just more interesting, like the Vogue example, just reading magazine through your phone which obviously is at, at its early stages but it's still very interesting to be able to access yeah it's a continuation of the evolution of the fashion mm-hmm. industry and how for example we used to shop in stores and now you can shop online and now you could have online clothes but it's it's just going to become one of the parts of how you can shop but it's just not yeah. going to be the main one because at the end of the day, people will still have to buy clothes. It's not going to replace the rest of the industry. It'll just be an extra fun or necessity because, well, with the metaverse and how they're saying that in like 2030, people are going to go to um, meetings like in the metaverse and they'd be more likely to spend money on clothes if they want to look nice in their metaverse that's a really like, good point itself. actually i've never like thought that far into it yeah it does it, everything kind of links yeah. together um but i think we still have to be realistic 
for sure. And it's like still developing. Obviously, there's some aspects of it that I can't imagine of how it's going to be used. So we probably just have to wait and see. But maybe the effect that it's going to have on the real world is just like push the fashion brands that are already existing and do produce clothes in real life to be a bit more inclusive because if you have the possibility and it's an everyday thing to try clothes online that are maybe do not conform to a specific gender or it's one size actually does fit all because it's online, then maybe that will create more requests from people to have size inclusive and stuff like that. That's the only way I can think of it. And it kind of pushes sustainability in a way because it pushes people to consume online, which is less polluting than consuming fashion. Also about how it evolves, for example, it's more and more accessible to people because I was hearing a podcast of a business of fashion talking about dress acts and they were saying that at first they started to produce their clothes with NFTs and everything and you had to pay with so uh, like bitcoins or cryptocurrencies and now they open up the system to normal currencies like euros, dollars. And so people now, the website automatically converts it in cryptocurrencies, but you as a customer can go on the website and buy it, which already opens up so much more availability to people. So the fact that I can buy it in my own, like currencies I do own, yeah. it's so much easier than having to like create an account, convert my money in cri- cryptocurrencies and yeah. buying it. So did you buy Web3 clothes or did you consider it? I'm nowhere near that concept. It's exciting talking about it. I liked the more the inclusivity side of it, but it's a very strange concept still in my head. So I don't think I would consider it now, like in the near future. What about you? Um, yeah, I think I'm quite close to what you are experiencing. I I have never thought of really considering mm-hmm. it, of buying it, because I, obviously already I'm on the type of shirt, <laughs> let's consider that, and I rather honestly buy a real piece of clothing than a metaverse one. Also because I'm not like a huge like player fan or like I spend time on it and do not spend time on yeah. three. So if, if I were to spend time on it for some reason, I would probably consider buying some clothes. The most like appealing part to me is that you can create Instagram posts or campaigns and it's just exciting to look at because you can create whatever you want apart from the clothes, the space that the clothes mm-hmm. are in is really artistic and it could be interesting for people of our generation to start getting into because there's not a lot of people that work to develop the software yeah it definitely opens a new world of creativity and also when you design clothes on web3 sounds silly but you don't really have Mm. like gravity or any restraints it probably helps with also um I think they're using 3D proxies at the moment and learning how to do that internally in brands. 
so they don't have to spend money on, well, sending it to the manufacturer and have it back. And so it's just easier to do it internally and create the 3D croquis and see what it looks on the avatar. And then decide if they want to produce it. That's really interesting, actually. We obviously, like, don't get everything. Like, for example, we don't know about crypto. And it does have to do a lot with crypto and NFTs and all of these things. But it's good to start. I think that's why we did this episode as well. It's good to start thinking about these things because there's a high chance that it will be a big part of fashion someday. We don't know exactly in which way. But a lot of brands have actually made plans to start incorporating it in three, four years. I don't know. So it's good to get more comfortable with these things and not be more about technology if you're into fashion. Yeah. It is important to be open to the idea because I was seeing reactions when the whole Netaverse and Mark Zuckerberg introducing it. And people start saying, especially older generations, they were very reluctant to the idea of having things on the internet like NFTs, NFT clothes, and but obviously some of them will not experience it in a professional way and we will. So we have to be open to the idea that there is a market for people there and people are asking for things and if regardless of what we think personally, we have to be open to the idea that yeah. it will create business. And if more people get into it, I think yeah. it's gonna be made in a way that has like more rules what people at iod mm-hmm. tried to do with the diversity was not just the research it was to see what people want like is it okay to have yeah. disability features like do people with disabilities want that to recap technology is changing the ways of the fashion industry on a practical level with the introduction of new shopping experiences It also opens endless possibilities for sustainability and inclusivity. It's an aspect of fashion worth exploring and learning about. This was our episode of Web3 Technologies and Fashion in the Metaverse. Check out all the links on our Instagram page to explore the resources we talked about. Thank you for listening. 